love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We are live from the Fitz Show Radio Hub for Monday, and let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. I really hope you had an amazing weekend, you guys. Everybody have a good weekend? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, we got to get the, we gotta get this thing grinding again. Come on. Yeah. Let's ignite. So tough. I know it is. All right. Let's introduce everybody. There's Drew. Well, I decided over the weekend that woodworking is the best smelling hobby anyone can have. Ooh. All that fresh cut wood, Ooh. sawdust, yeah. chips. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know about that. I, I, Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> Tanner, the millennial, what's up with you? My stomach is a little off because I had a big bout with food poisoning last night. Yeah. You've been, you've been saying you've been getting food poisoning like the past well, couple of weekends. Yeah. Hang on. Ask him how he got it. How'd you get it? Grocery store sushi. Boom. Oh, all right then. I'm not trying to upset anybody who makes grocery store sushi, but it was it was questionable when I bought it, but I thought I could take it. All right. And there's Jenna, my head of security. I spent the weekend gardening and it was absolutely amazing. And he is the by far best smelling host in all of radio. Our host, The Fitz. That's weird. What? I don't know. I was just playing off something said earlier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank Tough you. to come up with new stuff every time. <laughs> um, so I think there are certain signs, you know, that, that people uh, receive that basically help society realize that they're good Americans. Yes. For example, if you're a pitcher on a baseball field and a ball the eagle lands on you... <laughs> That means you should be the president of the United States, as far as I'm concerned. Because yes. That's America right there. <laughs> that's straight up America. Yeah. Major League Baseball with an eagle on the pitcher? <laughs> I don't think there's anything more American than that. So it happened just a couple of days ago. It was the Minnesota Twins. Uh, they basically released this ball, the eagle, for the national anthem. Their home opener was a couple of days ago. And this ball, the eagle, okay, it's flying around for a little bit. I mean, our, 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 our national bird, the symbol of freedom, flying around in a baseball stadium. All of a sudden, it lands near one of the Seattle Mariners pitchers, a dude named James Paxton. And then this bald eagle tried to land and stand on his shoulder. <gasps> I kid you not. Hang on. There we go. You got to play this music when you're... T- I mean, if that is not like a sign from God... To have a bald eagle land on your shoulder. I know. It sounds symbolically beautiful, but I saw this footage over the weekend, and bald eagles are terrifying. Oh, come on. See, man, you got to try to ruin it. Talons. Yeah, their talons like, are bigger than your hands. You they will rip your muscle blade like off right there. You know where your shoulder blade Guys. is right there? They will. I wouldn't want it to land on me. So much for having a little patriotic moment. <laughs> you know, here, listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Very solemn moment and a patriotic moment and an uncooperative bald eagle. <laughs> Even he was saying it was a patriotic moment. It's, it, it, from the footage, it looked like the eagle just kind of gave him a little peck on the cheek. 
Well, it's oh. like it's like one of those signs. Like, remember if, if our nation's history, George Washington went into battle one time, and he literally came out with bullet holes all through his jacket. Right? Mm-hmm. Dude was meant to be the president. This guy, James Paxton. If you have a bald eagle trying to land on you, that's a sign, man. Yes. Paxton, twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Monday show again. I hope you had an awesome weekend. Let's get to it. Here comes Monday. Let's go. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. This is the Fit Show. And now, the Fit Show's world famous What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. What are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't mind, I'm going to kick it off with a special What the Florida story out of uh, Homestead. Actually, a, a woman. Oh, the title of the story, by the way, is "Bad Chinese Food." Been there. Uh, a woman in Florida thought that she was really, really sick from some bad Chinese food yesterday, but it turned out that um, she had no idea that she was 37 weeks pregnant and in labor. What? How does that happen? You know, it actually happened uh, to a friend of mine in high school with in Bowie, Texas. She was in high school, and honestly, she didn't know she was pregnant. I was here. And and um, There's a started having show. some tummy pain. Went to the doctor, and he's like, "Yeah, you're about to have a baby." She didn't know. I always hear women talk about all the different yeah. effects they go through, and their their mental and physical, and all the things they the morning sickness, all that stuff. So I, I, it's hard to imagine one woman being able to ignore all of that and just like blow it off. There's a whole show called "I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant." Right. And it was on for, I think, like four seasons or something. Man, I always, knew, I always knew I was pregnant between the morning sickness, the weight gain, the See? cravings, the I, irrational well, thinking. I mean, how do you not know? Because sometimes uh, if, if if somebody, uh, you know, might be obese, sometimes oh. they might not know. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And by the way, this little baby was born in the back of an ambulance. Well, okay. good. Yeah. Okay, well, that seems like a safer place to be born. <laughs> Rather than like the bathroom floor or something oh, of the Chinese uh, of buffet. the Chinese restaurant, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got dumplings in aisle four. <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Uh oh, ladies and gentlemen, a special consumer watch. Nacho cheese. Taco Bell's new nacho fries are the most successful item in their history. I repeat, Taco Bell's new nacho fries yes. are the most successful item in their history. Anybody have it yet? I have. They are, are amazing. They're basically French fries with like this kind of powder that's put on them, kind of like a chili powder, and then you're given wow. queso sauce, mm. and it's amazing. But listen, they're going to make you want them even more now. You want to know why? Why? They took them away. <gasps> what? They just announced. What? That the fries How dare they? are going to be in their stores for about one more week. They were uh, always supposed to be a limited time deal, and even though they were like a huge hit, Taco Bell's sticking with that plan, because why? When they bring him back, maybe a couple months down the road, people are going to go crazy. Yep. It's pretty Look, genius. I, I, drew, I see the... Uh, I feel I like I'm the, not going mi- to get my opportunity. I'm missing it. The go, window's closing. Go right now. Go uh, after work today. No, don't leave the show. Well, but, I mean, after the show, yeah. of course. I have the same feeling when they take away the shamrock shake at McDonald's. Yeah, I got gotcha. It's just a really sad realization. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Hey, welcome back to the show. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Uh, And you know what? If you're not a P1 
of this show, then you need to be one. Tune us in, turn it up, and just keep it on. That's right. You hear us talk about P1s. All it takes to be in the club is to lock this show in on the number one program preset on your radio. You know that button number one? You lock us in. Yes. You just became a P1, and we love you. Uh, We love you so much for that. Mm -hmm. You know what? Hold uh, Hold your finger out there till it beeps. Mm-hmm. Hold it down till it beeps. Hold that button down till it beeps. And I'll give you a big hug for it. All right. Hey, real, <laughs> real quick, everybody. We got to have a discussion. We got to have a mature discussion about, I mean, what's happening in this country right now. Aside, well, I was going to say aside from the politics, but I was going to go from from politics to late night television. It's like everyone's fighting. Everyone's yeah. fighting. And it just makes me wonder now. It's like. Are there any? Are, I mean, are there any adults left? We got Kimmel, who I love very much, and Sean Hannity, you know, going after each other. They're talking smack on each other, and I want to play some audio for you because a couple weeks ago, Jimmy Kimmel made fun of uh, Melania Trump's accent at the uh, at the Easter egg roll, and Sean Hannity got really, really upset at Jimmy Kimmel making fun of Melania's accent. Hannity apparently took issue with joke I made on the show on Monday night, and this is what he had to say about that. This is brutal. Liberal Jimmy Kimmel making fun of the first lady of the United States and her involvement in the White House Easter egg roll, even her accents. Jimmy, you're a despicable disgrace. Now, I'm going to tell you something. What a disgrace. Hey, uh, Mr. Kimmel, that's her fifth language. How many do you speak? Six. I speak six languages. I speak one more. Exactly one more than Melania. He's lost his mind. This is the guy who defended the multiply alleged pedophile Roy Moore, and I'm a despicable disgrace. So as you can see, I I, I mean, I I guess I never thought that we would be in a moment, especially like late night television Mm -hmm. stuff, where adult men with children would literally be, you know, calling people out. Out like that, and, yeah. and and then I try to put myself in that position. Like, all right, if somebody tried to call me out, what would I do? I mean, I get, I mean, I know what I would do. I'd probably strike back and do, and and I guess do the same thing and not put up with it. But right, it, it kind of turns my stomach hearing this stuff because it used to be you went on your show and did your thing. You entertained the people your way. It didn't matter what someone was doing on another mm-hmm. show, what they said on their show. You came in, you did your show, you went home, right? You entertained your way. Now everyone's got to check up everybody else and, you know, answer to or respond to what anyone else is saying or doing. It's just uh, disagreeing and dispute has become a sport now. And again, it's like, are we supposed supposed to put all these politics with, you know, late night TV? No, yeah. you're supposed to have a good laugh before you go to bed. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's the, that's the way it used to be. If Johnny Carson was alive, what do you think he would do? Johnny Carson made it a point every night to just put America to sleep and tell him good night. Mm-hmm. Have a good laugh. Yeah, they, have a they, good laugh. They'd smoke cigarettes on set, mm-hmm. like right during the show early on. Yeah, I just, you know what I'm saying is, I think I just want mommy and daddy to get along. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Go rest high on that mountain. I'm an American soldier. God bless the USA. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute.
The freedom you are experiencing today, you guys, was fought and earned by the proud men and women who serve our nation, and we are the show who does the troop salute. Um, I want to make a special salute. Instead of saluting a single service member on this Memorial Day weekend, I would like to salute every serviceman and woman who has made the ultimate sacrifice for this great nation. You know, Memorial Day weekend is typically the first big event of the year with good summer weather, so we tend to focus on the hot dogs and the boats and the picnics and all the parties, all the Facebook posts, right? But the reason for this extended weekend is really meant to be about the sacrifices that others have made so that we may all enjoy these freedoms. Unlike Veterans Day, which celebrates all servicemen and women, Memorial Day is special because we honor those who died while serving. There are many great reasons to join the armed forces in this nation. Some join for training or adventure. Others join for education benefits and discipline or to follow a family tradition. Everyone who joins does so for their own reasons, but the one common thread amongst all service members is the acceptance of the possibility that they may be asked to face their own mortality. All of our soldiers, sailors, Marines, airmen, guardsmen, and all service people accept the challenge and the risk when they sign up every time they put that name on that line. For several periods in our nation's history, men were made to join without the option. These were the days of the draft. And just like volunteers, these drafted individuals faced the risk of death, and many of them fought bravely and died. So this weekend, we should all stop to think of every service member who has died. Enjoy your cookout. Enjoy time with friends and family. Enjoy the freedoms granted to you as an American. But just stop and remember that you have all these freedoms because those who came before, and particularly those who sacrificed all. And my friend Ronnie would like to say something right now, if you don't mind. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers bearing crosses or stars of David. They add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended in places called Bello Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Pork Chop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it, we will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. This is The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Doing good? Everybody have a fantastic weekend? Mm-hmm. Um... My name's Fitz. Thank you so much for being here. If you don't mind, I'm going to check in with my personal voice assistant, Bro Lexa. And again, this is not on the market yet because uh, Bro Lexa is just is you know unique Prototype. to me. Yeah, well, and unique to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
bro, bro, Alexa. Hey, Fitz. Hey, I didn't want to bother you or anything, but can you tell me about my itinerary for the rest of the day, please? Pulling up schedule. Looks like you have boring dad stuff. What do you mean by boring dad stuff? Well, according to your calendar, you have to pick up the kids, take them to the park, and be miserable for the rest of the day. All right. Thank you. See? <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Uh, hey, real quick while I have you on, Bro Lexa, I know that things were a little bit rocky between you and Surrey. You know, the other. Uh, uh, the iPhone assistant. Or, uh, did you guys have a good weekend together? That is none of your business, but we did. We turned our mute buttons on and watched Jersey Shore Family Vacation. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's actually pretty good. Uh, I, I cracked up during the entire thing, to be honest with you. Snooky is back. All right. Thank you, bro, Lexa. Get crazy, get wild. Wow, you know, uh, so many people have asked me, where did you get Brolexa? How do I get one? Um, I, I can't give you all those details yet. I'm not sure it's ready for market yet. Why, why is that? It's pretty judgy. It is. <laughs> I like the sass. I don't think people want their assistant, their digital assistant judging it's, them like and that. And not really telling them anything. Well, how, how is uh, Brolexa any different from society? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You have a great point there. I mean, have you been on Facebook lately? <laughs> yeah, it's all judging. Uh, yes, and I'll be honest. In the past, you know, not too long ago, uh, if I didn't like someone on Facebook, I just really unfriended them. And then now everybody's like, "Yeah, but they have the unfollow button. You could just unfollow them." But I'm like, "So, oh, you can still be friends with them?" It's a little mm-hmm. passive aggressive, but it makes yes. it so you don't see them anymore. Mm-hmm. Is society going to quit judging? So much. No, we're we gonna, gonna quit get worse. going after each other. No, we're getting worse because we get more and more um, keyboard courage every ever every day, and that's how we think we live life. We live life in comments, not conversations. So we're just gonna keep on getting more judgmental. Man, and- I, I love jacking people up on the internet. See <laughs> that one right See? there's the problem. Yeah, you guys are the problem. I like to mess with old ladies that comment on. YouTube oh, that's videos. great. That's kind. <laughs> that's way, like- to, way to contribute to society. Mess with somebody's mother. That's hey, my go mom. ahead. Mess with my mom and see what happens. Send a little message to my mother and well, see what happens. Show me a place I can contact your mom so I can mess with her. <laughs> I will gladly do it. <laughs> this means war. He's hilarious. This is The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Yep, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It's a Monday. When you start your day and things seem kind of gray, it's a Monday. Monday. Drew. When you don't want to wake, but you've got to skate, it's a Monday. When your eyes are crusty and your armpits are musty, it's Monday. Monday. Jenna, head of security. When your toast is burnt and your coffee is cold, it's a Monday. Monday. 
I Monday. tried, you guys. <laughs> I know. I know. That's all that's all anybody could add. You keep letting me be behind the microphone. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Oh, hey, everybody, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for listening wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, and listening on the app. Well, we got a little situation happening with Jenna Head of Security. And maybe you could help us out with this because um, have you ever been in a situation where basically somebody's a little bit overly friendly, right? And, and you're trying to figure out a way to say, hey, back off, creep, in a friendly way? Well, Jenna, my head of security is kind of going through something like that right now with her neighbor. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and I, Okay, so I've been neighbors with these people for a long time. They're a sweet oh, no. couple. But it's like when the neighbor's husband comes over, like, I'll be splitting wood or, like, cleaning up brush in my yard. And he'll, like, talk to me about this time he was cleaning, you know, the brush or cutting wood. And it's like he doesn't leave me alone. Yeah, like, he'll walk over down the street to my house and be like, hey, neighbor. And I'm like, hey. But it's like he doesn't leave. And it's like I don't want to say leave, but it's like leave and his wife's left and he's still there talking to me. And I'm like, and he's older and I don't want to be rude. And he's not. How old? I would probably say 15 to 20 years my senior, so probably like mid-50s. Okay. Yeah. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Oh, yeah. He even said that, wow, your boyfriend has a really big black truck. And I was like, yeah, he does. And it's like he- Did he invite his- you t- Did he invite you to go see the size of his truck? <laughs> <laughs> he's just like one of those people. Like I was doing stuff in my yard one day and he's like, you should really come see my backyard and everything oh, I've done with is. my backyard. And is. I'm like- what, and, what, and how did you respond with that? Well, I said, thank you, but right now I've got to go back inside and, you know, cook some dinner. And by the way, has a lot of this started, and this is a legit question, because you've been very open about this, since you have gotten um, your breast augmentation. Well, yeah, and the other day he was like, I was, you know, doing some yard work in the yard in a tank top, and he was like, wow, okay. you have some strong arms. And I was like, okay, okay I'm over this. Okay. Like, And I Jenna, don't want to be rude. This is like... This is way past the point of being yeah. past the point. Maybe he just wants to be her friend. No yeah. way. And I don't want to be rude yeah. because he's really nice. And Why don't you ask him nice. to help you uh, make a YouTube channel about lawn care? <laughs> <laughs> he can hold the camera. And no, like, he can mow the lawn. She'll hold the camera. You, how do you kindly brush somebody off and not be rude to them because yeah. they're your neighbor? But it's like he just sometimes gives me the creeps a little bit. All right. Help us out with this situation right now. Uh, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Uh, Jenna's known this person for a long time, but now things are getting a little ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Happy Memorial Day, y'all. Happy Memorial Day. This is The Fit Show. This is The Fit Show. Fitz happens live. Previously with Fitz. Yeah, but Cindy's sweet. She's lived in the neighborhood forever. Hi, Cindy. How how are you doing today? I didn't know you I were a listener. I you with your shirt off yesterday. You got... Yours look just like mine. <laughs> Cindy, you're, you're not wrong, but, I mean, that's kind of personal. So, Drew, from what I understand, over the weekend, you got Cindy jacked again? Yeah, she's getting pretty bold. She came right to the door <laughs> and rang... She didn't wait for me to be outside. She rang the doorbell. Can, can I come point on out. something out? He's getting Cindy jacked. Yeah! And all those neighbors don't know how to act. Yeah. She's just a lady and she wants to chat. Yeah. His name is Drew. He's getting Cindy Jack. Yeah. No, now you can go. So 
Drew and I live together, and yeah. I, th- I just got home, and I was walking in the house, and right as I was stepping into the garage, I go through the garage, she went, hey, sweetie, and I just dipped into the house. I was not going to get Cindy Jack. <laughs> and then next thing How you know, rude. I'm laying on my bed, and I hear the doorbell go off, and I know immediately that Drew was going to get Cindy jacked. Oh, hang on. She must hear us talking about it right now. Oh, hang on. The red, phone, the red phone's ringing. Hello, Drew. Uh, hey, Cindy. What can I do for you? What's going, what's going on with you? Do you need any milk or sugar or anything like that, darling? Well, no, I'm at work, so I don't I don't need anything. What what can I do for you? We're kind of short on time here. I don't care if you're at work. Do you need any milk or sugar or anything <laughs> like that the second you get home from work, darling? Because you know I'm going to be watching you to drive in the driveway. Yeah, I'm aware <laughs> that you're always watching me come in the driveway. No, I'm good on, on groceries, but I guess that's a nice offer. Thank you. Hey, Drew. Yeah. Are you a magician? Magician? No. Because every time I look at you, I can't see my hands anymore. <laughs> oh, come on. Cindy, that's inappropriate. You what? what? Feel dirty. You're making mama feel dirty. Yeah. Oh, you're making me feel weird. I, what, what, what can I do for you? What's the reason you're calling? You're making mama feel dirty, Drew. <laughs> Cindy, you're making me really uncomfortable now. There's people that are that can hear this. If you don't mind, I sure would like to tell you about a dream I had last night, if you don't mind. Yes! Yeah. Oh, uh, I guess you're going to tell me anyway, aren't you? Go ahead. You and I went to Sonic together and had an ocean water slide. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that doesn't sound, that's, I was expecting worse. That actually sounds okay. All right, and I was hoping a little bit later on, the second you get home from work, you come on over, we can talk about North Korea. You're always great about providing me with a little North Korea information. Uh, I'm pretty busy, Cindy. Uh, um, I mean, it's available on all the like major news sources. You can just go online or look it up, maybe watch TV. What are those other voices I keep on hearing? Uh, these are my. You? These are the people I work with. You're kind of interrupting our work, but it, it's it's Tanner. You know what? I should introduce you to Tanner because he lives in the house. Also, you could get to know him really well. Mm, no, Mama's gonna get back to her petunias. But I tell you what, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Andrew. Yeah, thanks for being so did formal. You, did you sit in a pile of sugar? <laughs> no, Cindy, I didn't. Huh? No, no, I haven't sat in any sugar. It's the Fit Show. Your attention, please. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Yeah, really excited about what's going on with our website right now. Uh, you know, since it's Monday, man, feel free to take a whole bunch of time to explore a new frontier of web. Yeah, so when you're yes. at work and you're bored and not doing your job, look at our website. Waste some yeah, time. because we know uh, you know how much lost productivity that's going on in the workplace anyway. So come on, yeah. tear yourself away from Facebook yeah. for thirty yeah. seconds and look at our webpage. Yeah, <laughs> or you oh, can visit you mean- us on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. So wait, right. you mean they're already wasting time at work on Facebook? But you're saying throw away, you know, forget about the Facebook and yeah. just waste time on our website. Followfits.com. Followfits.com. Yeah. No one's really doing their job. We know that. Uh, what are some of the things they can get at followfits.com? Uh, you can submit troop salutes. You could submit what are you kidding me stories. You can submit uh, um, music. Fitzbox. Yeah, Fitzbox. Fitzbox. Oh, you can stuff. even check out our What Facebook. are you kidding me stories? Yeah. And the podcast after the broadcast what? is right there on the front page. You can listen to old episodes. You can catch up on the show. You can All right. see what everyone looks like. 
Yeah. Except for me. <laughs> oh, by the way, you guys, that's Bethany, my wife, the mouth from the south. She's chilling with us on the radio. And there's Drew, Tanner, the millennial. And uh-oh, you know what time it is? I think we should play. Spontaneous Celebrity Impressions. Spontaneous celebrity impressions, you guys. It's really simple. Um, I have some flashcards in front of me. And I'm just going to kind of random, randomly write down some celebrities. And uh, whoever I draw has to impersonate those celebrities spontaneously. And it's going to be everybody else's job to try to figure out who it is. Oh, look at this. Today it's my wife, Bethany the Mouth from the South. Woo. <laughs> Bethany's great at this game. <laughs> Spontaneous celebrity impressions. I'm going to write it down. Uh, and everybody else's job is to guess who it is. All right. Bethany, number one. The first one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Um, well, you know, I talk uh, kind of like this, but I still... Cardi B. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Dang. I have a bigger career than that. And Nicki Minaj? No, J-Lo? a bigger career than that. Yes! Oh! <laughs> How'd you get J-Lo out of that, though? I was just going for that kind of Bronx. That attitude. Bronx? She was yeah. vibing. Yeah. J- J-Lo's I Jenny even from... Have the, I even have the do-rag on today, yeah. so it even goes with the Jenny from the block. Well, she's Jenny from the block, but she's not really like Jenny from the Bronx, you know what I mean, over there. Right? Yeah, yeah I mean, she's not yeah. like... I got it. Okay. Super rough, but... Okay. Let's go to number two. Okay. <laughs> Um, Spontaneous celebrity impressions. Okay. And now we're going to see what the judges think. Carrie Ann and Abba. Ryan Seacrest? No. Oh, it's the guy. It's uh, (laughs) the older guy who does Dancing with the Stars. I can't And he does America's America's Funniest Home Videos. Tom Bergeron. Yes. Yes. All right. My next guest was going to be Bob Saget. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe he said Ryan Seacrest. (laughs) One more. One more final one. Here we go. Oh, Oh, come on. Okay. 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 This is going to be so quick. First one to get to Um, buzzer is your name. Oh, God, I didn't even know how to do this accent. Come on. Okay. Um, but I know several languages, and I, t- I have a Enrique, very a hard time <laughs> talking and speaking oh, for time, and Drew, people uh, make uh, fun uh, of Melania me. Melania Trump. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I think you went Spanish I a did. little bit. <laughs> but, I was going to say Eva Longoria. <laughs> she's, supposed to, she's supposed to know, like, seven languages. This Memorial Day. Let's raise a red solo cup to the men and women who make it all possible. Happy Memorial Day. This is The Fit Show. And now. Now. FIT with a Z's world famous. What are you kidding me stories of the day? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I don't know if you know this, but you can get breaking. What are you kidding me stories? Like if you follow me on Instagram, Uh you can get them. Bam. Just like that. Just launch the Instagram app, go to the search bar, type in follow Fitz, click on Fitz's profile, and get a follow. Out of Illinois. Oh, come on, Amazon. <laughs> An exasperated Amazon customer has posted a video of 62 feet of wrapping paper going all through his house that was used to 
protect a bag of dog food that he received in a, in a box from Amazon. That's hilarious. Nick Taylor said the box used to deliver the bag of food was big enough to live in and claimed the food didn't need to be packaged at all. And he actually posted the video to Amazon's Facebook page. And, uh, I mean, you should see this. It's like feet and feet and feet and feet and feet of this paper. Why do they wow. do that? I had a- no, this sounds like an April Fool's prank or something. This... Th- Maybe someone at the delivery center knew him and did this. It's a joke. It's got to be a joke. It's not a joke. It's a joke. Amazon doesn't deliver things and do jokes. I mean, would they say April Fool's? Yeah. There's a lot of crap to, to, I don't for think you they, to put in your house. I don't think they do I'm April saying Fools. if your buddy worked at the distribution center and he saw your address, he could do that. That's illegal. It's illegal. They wouldn't that do that. That infringes on HIPAA because he's not supposed to. He can't. Doesn't, it's HIPAA is... <laughs> HIPAA is your medical It's medical, Jenna. <laughs> it's nothing to do with your okay, dog food. Well, then it's the effort. It's nothing to do with packages being delivered to your home. I have ordered a phone case from Amazon before, and I got like It a- breaks HIPAA laws. Okay. Let's go to the next one. It's, it's, it's all good. Page two. What? Are you kidding me? Let's throw in another one. What? Are you kidding me? All right. Out of... Chicago. That escalated quickly. A woman on a Greyhound bus from Chicago to Milwaukee got stuck next to a guy who was snoring last Thursday. Let's go around the room. What do you think she did? Uh, Put a sock in his mouth. Tanner. Slapped him silly. Jenna. Kindly woke him up and splashed water on his face. No, she stabbed him in the arm with a pen. What? A ballpoint pen. Right in the middle of the elbow on the wrist. Stabbed him with it. The bus pulled over after uh, he was screaming in pain. She was escorted off by police uh, and obviously still uh, being held in that little police department on the way to uh, Milwaukee. (laughs) Goodness. Crazy, right? Yeah. Somebody in the world has considered doing this to Drew, I feel like. Yeah. If if that was my spouse, I would have died a long time ago of ink poisoning. (laughs) You really are a severe snore. Is that correct? Sometimes, yeah. You got to get like uh, one of those masks. Well, I turn throughout the night, so it's like when I'm on my back, I snore, but then I'll turn on my side, no snoring. All right, then. They, well, now we know. Ladies and gentlemen, you got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Um... Does anyone know what DonorsChoose.org is? Have you ever heard of DonorsChoose.org? Uh, is that for for teachers, right? Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, it does actually have something to do with teachers. It's uh, it's kind of like a Kickstarter, or it's kind of like a GoFundMe, but it only raises money for classrooms. Oh. That's awesome. Isn't that amazing? A lot of the time, teachers have to pay for their own props around the classroom and all that noise. So I know I've said this a bunch, but my, my mother has been a school teacher for over 30 years, and it saddens me so many times when she doesn't make a lot of money as it is that she still uses her own money for, for projects, for, for uh, her class activities and items that she needs in her classroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's those, not fair, man. It's those not Glue sticks aren't free. Right. Those what? Glue sticks. Well, my mom's a theater arts teacher. It's a She's lot more. Make than, backdrops. It's a lot more than that. Those masks okay. aren't free. Yeah, those masks aren't free. Or those football pads not aren't free. free. Uh, the basketball shoes for all the basketball players aren't free. So teachers use this uh, site to request money for stuff they want to do for students. Everything from supplies to paying for field trips. Anybody could donate. But check this out. They just got their biggest donation ever. Happened last week. It was a, uh, a cryptocurrency company, Ripple, donated $29 million. Enough to fund every single open request 
on this entire site. Wow. wow. So basically over 35,000 requests from about 28,000 teachers are now fully funded. The money's going to get doled out to public schools in all 50 states. It's happening right now. A lot of it will end up uh, going to schools in, in low-income areas. And Ripple's vice president of marketing says they did it because, quote, they value the importance of quality education in developing the next generation of leaders. That's amazing. That's, That's so cool. cool. It's the biggest donation ever in their 18-year history. Um, and what was the name of this? Um, it's a cryptocurrency go- donation from the company Ripple. It's like, what's going on with this cryptocurrency? Is this something? I, mean, I know a lot That's of people so are cool. getting into the mm-hmm. getting into it, but it, a lot it's of people on a meteoric rise right now. I mean, it's just climbing like crazy, and then it'll dip for a while. But uh, experts say it's going to be worth fifty thousand dollars in uh, by, potentially this year. So again, what's the definition of crypto? Currency. It is. It's blockchain currency. It's all computerized. There's no actual hard currency. It's basically a, a hidden code that's unbreakable. Um, it's like a fictional product. Yes and no, but it's secure <laughs> because it's unbreakable. So it's it's theoretical, but you can basically apply value to it because no one can steal it. And then it's really it's, it's math it's, money. It's math money. Math money. Great. Math, Thank you, Tim. Math money. Yeah. So either way, as you're as you're whatever you're doing right now, you just know that this cryptocurrency company. Just donated $29 million to fund all 35,000 teacher requests on the site donorschoose.org. Every bit of it going to kids. It's amazing. Yeah, there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. The freedom you are experiencing today, you guys, was fought and earned by the proud men and women who serve our nation, and we are the show who does the troop salute. Um, I want to make a special salute. Instead of saluting a single service member on this Memorial Day weekend, I would like to salute every serviceman and woman who has made the ultimate sacrifice for this great nation. You know, Memorial Day weekend is typically the first big event of the year with good summer weather, so we tend to focus on the hot dogs and the boats and the picnics and all the parties. All the Facebook posts, right? But the reason for this extended weekend is really meant to be about the sacrifices that others have made so that we may all enjoy these freedoms. Unlike Veterans Day, which celebrates all servicemen and women, Memorial Day is special because we honor those who died while serving. There are many great reasons to join the armed forces in this nation. Some join for training or adventure. Others join for education benefits and discipline or to follow a family tradition. Everyone who joins does so for their own reasons, but the one common thread amongst all service members is the acceptance of the possibility that they may be asked to face their own mortality. All of our soldiers, sailors, Marines, airmen, guardsmen, and all service people accept the challenge and the risk when they sign up every time they put that name on that line. 
For several periods in our nation's history, men were made to join without the option. These were the days of the draft. And just like volunteers, these drafted individuals faced the risk of death, and many of them fought bravely and died. So this weekend, we should all stop to think of every service member who has died. Enjoy your cookout. Enjoy time with friends and family. Enjoy the freedoms granted to you as an American. But just stop and remember that you have all these freedoms because those who came before, and particularly those who sacrificed all. And my friend Ronnie would like to say something right now, if you don't mind. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended in places called Bellow Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Porkchop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. This is The Fit Show. It's the topic table. That's right, they're going to do it. With Fitz. Round one. Yes, welcome to the topic table. Everyone has a seat at the topic table. Everyone is welcome. Everyone is welcome to sit, participate, provide perspective. Well, unless you have stupid opinions, then you can't come to our topic table. <laughs> Everybody's Actually, invited. Yes, everyone's invited to the topic table. And by the way, there's no such thing as a stupid opinion. Oh, All... yeah, right. Speak for yourself. But anyway. <laughs> Ladies, here's what I want to know right now. Were you looking deep into your man's eyes, or were you looking at that diamond when that individual was taking a knee to propose? Okay? I'd love to know this, and, and, and <clears throat> because I'm going to ask you a question right now for today's topic table. Is it okay to want to upgrade your wedding ring? Like to change it? Mid, mid-marriage. You know what, honey? Like Even though this was like a symbol of our love and everything when we first got together, sorry, baby, t- mama needs an upgrade. Drew, what, what, what say you? You're making it about the money, and that's the wrong way to make it. In this day and age of equality and equality politics and all that stuff, if the guy's going to spend three grand or ten grand on a ring, she needs to spend three grand or ten grand on him. Why is it, why is it unilateral? Why is it one way? Why, why are we uh, expected to 
uh, attach this item to a woman that proves what we're worth and, and to sh- for her to show off in public and say, like, my man's worth this much. Whoa, let me, Whoa. Go, let, ooh, let me okay. go and stop you right there. I don't know about you, Drew, but I like my woman to stand beside me, not in front of me or behind me, mm-hmm. but beside me. Mm-hmm. So... I don't even know what I was trying to even point out, but I, <laughs> I don't either. Okay, so I'm I just I just thought what you said was a little rude. I say, hey, <laughs> if you want to get your wife a new ring, go ball out on it. Again, Why the not? Qu- again, the question is: Is it okay to want to upgrade your wedding ring? Drew, do you think that the woman should pay for it to upgrade her own wedding ring? If she wants a bigger ring, why not? <gasps> What? Why is it on him to add more money to the ring? Sometimes when you first get into a relationship, you don't make as much as you do 10 or 15 years down the road. That woman has stood by your side, and wouldn't you want to put a bigger ring on her finger and say, that is my woman. I, I, she should be, I have a pride to be next to you, not. Or you could look at it like this, like my wife's grandparents. I remember years ago, he wanted uh, to get his wife a brand new ring. She said, no, this little wedding band that you spent $20 on when you were in the Korean War is the most important thing in my life. So she would never even think about ever replacing right. that ring. And those are good values. That grandmother had fantastic values. It was about the love and companionship and not about the size of the rock. Drew, you know what else? I can tell you though, it's all, you know, according to my wife, it's always about the size of the rock. <laughs> it <know>? is. <laughs> now that's true values. <laughs> are you saying, Drew, that... Uh, any woman who wants to upgrade her wedding ring does not have good values. She might be a little shallow. Wow. Yeah. All right. Materialistic. Yeah. No. I know plenty of people that have traded in their wedding rings after 10 or 15 years, and yeah. the husband was completely on board. That is preposterous. All right. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, we would love to hear from you. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's the topic table. That's right, they're going to do it. With Fitz. Round two. First of all, I just want to say I hope you had a fantastic weekend, everybody. What's up? Good to be back. Thank you for uh, for being here. Secondly, I want to say everyone has a seat at the topic table. <laughs> Everyone's welcome at the topic table. Everyone's got a seat. And wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, um... For round two today, you know, with so many families having to work, you know, each parent each has a job these days. Some people are saying that our kids are losing out on quality time with their mom and and with their dad. So can you still be a good parent while working a full-time job? I mean, can working parents really parent? Like, if you don't have the time, should you have kids? I'm going to throw it out there right now. We'd love to hear from you. Drew, uh, again, can you still be a good parent? And work a full-time job. Yeah, I'll tread really carefully here. I mean, I think you can. It is possible. However, I will say that I think America was a better place when most families had a parent that worked full-time and a parent at home. That may not be possible today because of the cost of living and all that. But Dude, there's a lot of people out there who are just trying to get by to, to raise their I know, children. And I understand that. I'm just saying I think it was a slightly better place when that was easier, when that was more possible. yeah. yeah. You know, it's really easy to say, Drew, from somebody who doesn't have to raise children. That's right. Who's not a parent. (laughs) (laughs) I've got all kinds of judgments on parents. That's a great point. And from my experience, I mean, I don't have kids. I'm 21 years old. But my mom was a single mom growing up. She had a full-time job. She put... 
shoes on my feet, clothes on my back, and she had to do what she had to do. Are you mad at your mom for uh, having a job and not maybe spending as much time with you? No, I'm not mad at all. Yeah. She had to do what she had to do. And Drew... You're not a parent. You don't understand what it's like to have to put clothes on someone else's back that's not yours. And and at some point, you know what I mean? Isn't truly being a parent taking that responsibility to, A, what? First, provide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the first thing a parent is supposed to do is provide. Mm-hmm. No matter what you got to do. I remember my wife's grandfather telling me, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, you, uh, you got to do whatever you got to do to put the bread on the table now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what so many people are, are doing. They're just trying to put bread on their table but I, I, to but get by. There's a lot of people that yeah. they can provide for their kids. And in some relationships, they just want to work because they want to work, even though they can stay home with their kids. And I think that's jacked up. I think those people are bad parents. The topic table is on. Can you still be a good parent while working a full time job. Hey, well, what's up, Jenna? I think that you can, but I think that you have to know how to balance your time. I'm a full-time working parent and it's it's hard. I I feel like I miss out on a lot of things if you want to talk. I'm I I'm not able to take my kids to school, you know, most days or pick them up, you know, and I miss out on stuff and so but I feel grateful that I'm able to put the food, you know, in their tummies and the clothes on their would backs, some, but at some times say, I miss it. Would some people say those are really first world problems? Like the fact that shouldn't we be grateful that there is employment and we're able to feed our kids yeah, and a good standard of health. Right. Yeah, I mean, but still, it is hard, you know, as a mommy, not being the person that's teaching your kid yeah. to be potty trained all the time and the cycles of naps and what they like and don't like. It's these little things sometimes that you don't realize you miss out on during the day. If and you it, had the opportunity, hard. you know, to be financially independent like that and be at home, would you choose that over a job? Yes. Yeah. If you well, want the truth, yes. All right. There you go. Welcome to the topic table. It happens live. Now, please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Y'all, please welcome. Now back to the Fit Show. It happens live. If you're not a P1, you need to be one. Tune us in, turn it up, keep it on, and just set this show as the number one button on your preset, and you never, ever, 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 ever take it off. That's right. That's how you become a P1. That's what it means to be a P1. You've locked us in. You've kept this show as your number one preset on your radio. That P1 button, that program one button, you lock it in, you leave it on us, and you're now a P1. Um, hey, Drew, you mentioned earlier in the reality check, you said that, that uh, John McCain, you know, he, he uh, how extremely courageous and... and, and tough of a guy he was to absolutely plan is sit there and try to you know he's planning his funeral and everything before you know he uh he he leaves the world he's obviously fighting a serious form of brain cancer right now and and his he's literally planning his funeral right yeah now. and he he's being very it, it's a imaginative an incredibly tough thing he's sort of accepting that his time's running out he he announced officially that this is going to be his last term um in office that he will not continue basically saying he's retiring but at the same time he's also He's battling aggressive brain cancer, so yeah. he's saying I'm, it's probably my time altogether. But to be so mentally tough to say, hey, you know what? This is the reality. I'm going to accept this reality. This is what's going to happen, and I'm going to do my best to cover it on my end. That, that's, that, that's amazing. I was having a conversation with uh, the mouth from the South earlier, Bethany over there. We were having a conversation about how her grandfather, like 25 years before he passed away, went and picked out his burial plots and stuff. Wow. And and I just wanted to throw out, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, at what age should you really consider to do that stuff? Like, pick out your burial plot. Like, you know, obviously, if you have any babies or whatever, or if you have a wife or a husband, 
you sh- life insurance. A, you got. I mean, try to get some life insurance. But B, at what point? Do you start planning all that stuff? It's petrifying. Yeah, there's a lot of, if you watch television in the daytime, you'll see a lot of those commercials where they're advertising to the older set and they're saying, you know, plan. What pay do you mean? For, pay me, for this. Mesothelioma? No. Well, that one too. But I'm saying th- they talk about. Those um, commercials? Death planning. And, oh, yeah. And how yeah. to protect your family from the cost of a funeral and all that by, you know, enrolling in a certain yeah. plan or, or buying ahead it's of time. It's just so scary to think about, like, you know, walk and hold my wife's hand. Hey, what do you think of this view, honey? Look, it's greener pastures. We'd look great right there. How do, you think I don't know the, how you make the tree or overlooking that, mm-hmm. that uh, I, bluff over there. I just feel like it's always better to plan ahead right. because when that time does happen, you're it's so much easier on your family. Your family's yeah, already your going through such a traumatic event. And if anything, I guess the person who's trying to plan all this is really, in the end, doing it for them. Like, here's a here's a sweet little place, you know, where, you, where we'll I'm, be I'm underneath okay this with tree, being. And hopefully my kids will like this place, too, to come visit me. Well, and you're doing that for the people you're leaving behind because you're not then asking them to make those decisions for you when they're going to be really upset. Mm-hmm. You're taking the decision away. What... Um, can you also like put in a request to have like just constant speakers and music playing from your headstone? Maybe cool in a, a maybe in Three, a certain cemetery, but probably not. How cool would they, it they be probably to have like, yeah. like them to be quiet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What if I have people come by and select a song from your tombstone tunes? The you should, you tomb, your tomb pad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear Gangnam Style. <laughs> Right above my headstone. How cool would that be? I hope they're not dancing in front of your headstone. Dude, why not? Why? Dancing on why your not? grave. I think Ooh, you just I have, got a feeling. You should just have a button on yours that people can hit and listen to, you know, old versions of the show. Like the, the ultimate, <laughs> yeah. the final podcast after yeah. the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> the, P, the podcast after the broadcast and beyond. Yeah. The FPAB. This is The Fit Show. Now back to The Fit Show. <laughs> Live. Pretty cool stuff on our website right now. Followfits.com. Followfits.com. It's been new. It's been revamped and stuff. Check it out. Tell us what you think about it. Tanner, uh, what are some of the things that people can experience by... <laughs> Tell us the new features. By visiting followfits.com. Well, you can uh, see our whole podcast after the broadcast. It's just, boom, click and listen to the show. Well, Tanner and a group of seven people literally stayed in uh, this basement, seven floors below the earth, mm-hmm. to create this thing. And th- they didn't see light for about four days. Yeah. Followfits.com. I yeah. think it's where, yeah. They can also see where they can check us out on social media in our bio section. And they can even submit to the show things like, what are you kidding me stories, troop salute. You can contact the show directly at followfits.com. Wherever you are right now, you guys at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, what is that chore that you hate doing more than any other? That one particular chore that you just cannot stand. Oh, I got one. What is it? I was waiting for Bethany the Mouth from the South to say you don't do chores. I was just looking. <laughs> she was uh I was, she was, I was burning saying that, that you. but but with a look. I do do chores. Oh yeah? Yes. Yeah. I do. do. And there's what? one that I'm, I can't wait to hear that. And I'll get to the one I'm sick of real quick. But real, real real quick, what what's that one chore that you hate doing more than any other? Uh for just... me it's the bath cleaning the bathroom. Okay. I just I don't like doing that. Mm. For me, it's cleaning the oven. It's so nasty. Is it crusty? Yeah, it's crusty and gross. iron flakes. Yeah, and it's yeah. just awkward to get your arms in there and stuff. And it's just uh, yeah. Okay. 
Bethany, the mouth from the south has been hanging out yeah, with so us on the radio. I'm, I'm thinking more stuff that you do on a daily basis, or at least moms, most of moms do it on a daily basis, or Mr. Moms do it on a daily basis. Um, what? Like wa- wa- putting laundry and- away is the worst. <gasps> folding okay? laundry. Yeah. Folding laundry and putting laundry away is the worst. I can fold it Actually, and I'll leave it on the couch and it sits there for the obligatory two to three days and then I have to take it up. <laughs> I got to say, uh, I came over to your house a couple weekends ago and Bethany had just done the entire load of laundry and there are what like seven people in your home yes i have never seen so much laundry in one place i couldn't believe it yeah you guys have we, so we much have laundry we get a bunch of kids during yeah. I, I just i was blown it, yeah. i never did the math to think of how much laundry that means yeah. and yeah. then i saw it so, all in one place yes that's that and then i have so a it's laundry for me and dishes it's kind of a chore for dishes me dishes are what, horrible when i walk in after your your little babies use the potty or whatever a constant chore for me is having to flush their poop logs <laughs> <laughs> and you will be amazed at what my little kids can put out you, uh, you just got to put below. You should pot. see these things. No, I mean, I just don't. I almost want to send them to the Mayo Clinic. <laughs> I have never seen l- logs this size sometimes, from a kid. Sometimes they're also different colors. Yeah, if they, different ate, colors, if they eat like Lucky Kool-Aid. Charms. Oh or... yeah, when they drink Kool Aid, it gets a lot of fun. <laughs> That's where the well, fun well, begins. Well, you walk in there and say, I, say we're going to need a bigger boat. I had boat. this problem when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. my mom just put a sign above the toilet that says "Remember to flush, honey." Yeah, and I remembered. You know, uh, you insinuated I didn't do chores earlier. I uh, one that I really hate doing is is removing um, hair from the drain at the bottom of the shower. Oh, I can't. I cannot. Nasty. Hair freaks me out. With See, snake I told you I do chores. But those are not chores. Yes, it is. Those are just crazy. things that you do. Um, some of the um, most annoying chores were washing the windows, cleaning the oven. Tanner came in at number two. Ah, yes. Number one, cleaning the toilet. Mm-hmm. Number one, most annoying. Tr- yeah, I don't even I start- have to touch it, so I don't really care. I mean, you put on gloves, mm-hmm. and then after the gloves, you have a wipey on top of the gloves. Yeah. So, you know, you have a couple barriers, and then you've got that wand thing now, yeah. you know, that you can just, you don't even have to touch it. It's, yeah, technology awesome. has made it pretty CSI yes. to toilet cleaning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Go rest This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. The freedom you are experiencing today, you guys, was fought and earned by the proud men and women who serve our nation, and we are the show who does the troop salute. Um, I want to make a special salute. Instead of saluting a single service member on this Memorial Day weekend, I would like to salute every serviceman and woman who has made the ultimate sacrifice for this great nation. You know, Memorial Day weekend is typically the first big event of the year with good summer weather, so we tend to focus on the hot dogs and the boats and the picnics and all the parties. All the Facebook posts, right? But the reason for this extended weekend is really meant to be about the sacrifices that others have made so that we may all enjoy these freedoms. Unlike Veterans Day, which celebrates all servicemen and women, Memorial Day is special because we honor those who died while serving. 
There are many great reasons to join the armed forces in this nation. Some join for training or adventure. Others join for education benefits and discipline or to follow a family tradition. Everyone who joins does so for their own reasons, but the one common thread amongst all service members is the acceptance of the possibility that they may be asked to face their own mortality. All of our soldiers, sailors, Marines, airmen, guardsmen, and all service people accept the challenge and the risk when they sign up every time they put that name on that line. For several periods in our nation's history, men were made to join without the option. These were the days of the draft. And just like volunteers, these drafted individuals faced the risk of death, and many of them fought bravely and died. So this weekend, we should all stop to think of every service member who has died. Enjoy your cookout. Enjoy time with friends and family. Enjoy the freedoms granted to you as an American. But just stop and remember that you have all these freedoms because those who came before, and particularly those who sacrificed all. And my friend Ronnie would like to say something right now, if you don't mind. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers bearing crosses or stars of David. They add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended in places called Bellow Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Pork Chop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it, we will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. This is The Fit Show. And now, and now, The Fit Show's world famous What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? You good? All right. Hanging in there. I just want to let you know that I'm standing by with the news that did not make the news, but I also want to let you know that you can get breaking What Are You Kidding Me action. If like if you find me on my Instagram right now, all you have to do is launch the Instagram app, go to the search bar, type in follow F-I-T-Z, mm-hmm. click on his profile, and give him a follow. I'm going to kick it off with a very special what the Florida story out of Walton County. Title of this story is, I Got Your Donuts, Copper. A man found out that not all cops like donuts. After he was arrested for doing them in the middle of a street before gunning his ATV and headed home, Aaron, Keith, Clark, and two of his buddies were trying to pull off stupid driving tricks on a, on a county road last Saturday night when neighbors called cops to complain. And uh, his companions stopped what they were doing and cooperated with the officers, but 24-year-old uh, Aaron Keith Clark decided to press his luck and ramp up on the stunts, yelling, Come and get me, you SOBs! <laughs> and then driving off while guzzling a beer that he was holding. On of course he's 
guzzling down a beer on his ATV. He probably thought that being on an ATV meant he was beyond the reach of DUI laws. Mm-hmm. He'd be wrong. You're absolutely right. I mean, even if you get in like a golf cart or or if even if you're on, what, on a bicycle, right? Drinking yeah. a beer, that's still a DUI, right? Yeah. yeah. I had a, a buddy in college that got a DUI for, driving, for riding a bike drunk. Did he really? Yeah. He got arrested and everything. How much is that ticket? A lot. <laughs> More than he could afford. All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you out of Wisconsin. Beefing over a biscuit. You know, you'd be amazed at the amount of stories I've read the past couple of weeks, the amount of people fighting... You know, murdering people because of, like, a biscuit. Biscuits yeah. are good. You yeah. don't jack with someone's biscuits. Right, you mess with their biscuits, you mess with their morning. Well, a Wisconsin woman had a, a, a major issue with a clerk working at the drive-thru of her local McDonald's and ended up smacking down the worker with her order because it contained a sausage biscuit that she did not want. I said bacon, egg, cheese. Yeah. Now, wait a second. Can you really go off on someone because they throw in extra food in your bag? Well, I, think I she would meant- say thank you. Yeah, she wanted a different one. I, I wanted a McGriddle. Well, Debrika Deshay Jones flipped out when the teenager handed her the food and uh, flipped it back in her direction, striking her in the back of the head with the sausage. <laughs> what is with people using food as a weapon? I know. A manager who saw the exchange came over to try to calm the situation by correcting the order, but that wasn't enough because Jones then shoved a second <laughs> worker on the floor. Okay, oh. I'm wondering if this individual, Debrika Deshay Jones, maybe sometime in her life, has had uh, a bad experience with biscuits or even sausage. For her to react in this much anger. Debrika needs to learn you can't throw things at people. And she needs to be right. an adult, Debrika. Yeah, well, she does. Well, she's in jail right now. Well, good. She's going to see the judge probably tomorrow. But um, there can't, you go. Can't just be throwing your biscuits around no, in there. Don't everybody. be doing no, no. that. Yeah, keep your biscuits to yourself. Yeah. And there you go. You got the, what are you kidding me? <laughs> stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show nationwide. Every day, Fit happens. Wherever you are right now at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. If you could, you know, because we, we're, we're in this studio kind of performing in this void, this empty void. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so when you snap what you see... And send it back to us. It's so awesome. I mean, you, you literally make our day. Mm-hmm. So just really snap what you see. Send it back to me right now. And uh, just post it on my Facebook page. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Facebook.com slash follow fits. And while you're there, you can click like. And maybe respond to this little question I have. Ladies, do you like beards or not? I see your girlfriend looking and she wants to touch my beard. Yeah. I see your grandma looking and she wants to touch my beard. I see your dog. A new survey just came out and found out 41% of women say facial hair makes men uglier. <laughs> and 25% of the guys who've actually had facial hair, hair agree. Yeah. Wait so, a minute. Give me that number again. 40 what? Uh, 41% of women say facial hair makes men uglier. 25% of the guys who've had facial hair agree. So it's like saying, yeah, man, I like, my, you know, I have a beard, but yeah, I know it makes me ugly. I, I, I guess I felt like, because I've had a beard for a long time. Yeah. You've had different variations. Well, different, different variations of it. And sometimes I think as a guy, I'm like, yeah, man, it looks good on me as a guy or whatever. But I'm going to be honest with you. When I went down and scruff, like 
so from like full beard yeah. to complete scruff like just a couple of days ago my wife was like a lunatic cougar mm-hmm. tiger yeah. running <laughs> through the Sahara Desert. I think the scruff, as a woman, I yeah. think the scruff is sexier than a full beard. I think that it's it's not quite dedicated to a beard, but it's it's more than like that five o'clock scruff. You know, it's that well, good in between, that rugged man look. I, I, t- yeah. We love it. Yeah, I gotta say, Fitz, you just shaved down your beard. Yes. Uh, Probably like what a week ago now. Correct, and my wife, and my, you, it, cha- it did something to my wife. I'm like, man, maybe I should have had it like this for a long time. Now. <laughs> when you did it, I honestly thought you lost a bunch of weight. It takes so much age and weight off your face when a beard makes wh- your face a little puffier. Yep. So uh, again, do you think that guys look more attractive with or without facial hair? Um, see, a lot of guys hear this and they, they're thinking of how can I play the numbers. And technically, if it's just forty something percent of the women that don't like the beard. It's still the majority of women that like a man with a beard. So a guy looking to play oh, the numbers would say, wow. I'm still going to go beard. Yeah, You're he's still winning. Si- wow. So 60% of women love the beard. 59. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm so absolutely re- confused right now. I just don't know what to do. Do you see what this does to a guy, these numbers like this, when people start dissecting the number? Mm-hmm. Or is it saying that men uh, are just completely lazy? Well, that's why I have a beard. Saves me family. You shave. don't have a beard because you think it looks good on you. Yeah, I have it so I don't have to shave every day. Because Tanner says you have a beard because you don't have a chin. <laughs> I told you that in confidence, Fitz. What the heck? I used to have a chin. What are you trying to hide, Drew? Drew well, really doesn't have a chin. I'm sorry. It doesn't make sense. I get... Drew, whenever Drew... Just Drew's, say it. Now's the time. Do when it. Drew, Drew has, you do not have a chin. Tanner, how dare you? I trusted you. <laughs> when Drew has his facial hair really short, I am confused by his face. <laughs> I let you into my home, and this is how you would train me, by stabbing me in the back. Drew, be honest. When did you lose your chin? <laughs> I don't know. It happened while I had a beard. Happened 20 pounds ago. <laughs> Not nice. <laughs> what are you hiding behind that beard? <laughs> Those 20 pounds Tanner's talking about. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Fitz happens live. Hey, let's throw out our social medias real quick. So, um, you know, we could really, really establish that relationship with our listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so uh, you can follow me on social media. Um, so you can go to my Instagram. You can just search two words. Follow Fitz right there in the search bar. Follow Fitz on Instagram. What about you, Drew? Uh, mine is also Instagram, and it's Critical Drew. You can find me on Instagram as well at Tanner the Millennial, and you can find me on Instagram at Follow Jenna May. You guys watched some uh, pretty good shows over the weekend. Don't act like you didn't, because I, I I was following all your social media, and I know you did, which is why today I think it's the perfect opportunity. <gasps> Beans back, Beans back. Tell us what you're watching, Beans back. Okay, who wants to go for it? Jenna, I know you've been like, you know, uh, chomping at the bit to tell me about a show uh, this week. What, what, what do you what do you want to binge brag? I just really, I'm almost done watching Shameless, and I really think you should watch it. I think you would like it. It's a dysfunctional family, the Gallagher's. I think that you would be entertained by it. You, um, you know, you have kind of ADD. You're all over the place, <laughs> but this would really, it would really. Make you excited to want to watch more shows. You're saying maybe I can connect to it? I think you could. So maybe anyone with a dysfunctional family can connect to Shameless. Hey, and I got a dysfunctional family, so no judgment. (gasps) 
Uh, who wants to go next? Can I go? Tanner, the millennial, take it away. I have been waiting so long to talk about this show, and I got you hooked on it as well. It's called Silicon Valley. It's guys, on HBO. This show is so funny and so good. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's ridiculous. You're both welcome. Go ahead. It's a story about <laughs> a CEO named Richard Hendricks, and it kind of gives the ins and outs kind of, of what's happening in Silicon Valley, what yeah. the tech world is really like, but it's so funny. It's directed it's a by bunch Mike of, Judge. A bunch of, so just kind of imagine like a bunch of billionaire geeks, okay. and everyone's trying to make it in the tech industry, right? And it's with, a with, crazy culture. I mean, it's just it's, an absurd <laughs> culture. Yeah, like you wouldn't believe what happened. It's like like a little example. They're sitting around and like, well, you know, who should we have come out to our tech convention? And the guy's like, well. I guess I'll have to fly in Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I mean, and people like that really fly in, in or and, and they're paid these huge amounts of money it's to so, perform. Yeah. It's so ridiculous, but it's real. Okay. It's 100% real. Uh, anything else anyone is watching for uh, for binge brag? I've got an unintentional binge brag. You know, normally you set out to watch something, you get on your, your Netflix and you start a show, but one that keeps sucking me in is this, you're going to laugh, but it's uh, Flea Market Flip on Great American Country. <laughs> Oh, this sounds great. Oh, my God, I love it already. They run it all day on Sunday. Like, this just runs all day long on Sunday, episode after episode after episode. It's Lara Spencer from uh, Good Morning America as the host. They just go around to flea markets, and the two teams have to buy stuff and then flip it, like, make it nice. You can't stop watching it, but they turn everything into a bar cart. That, like, reminds me of, like, second Monday in my hometown of Bowie, Texas. Upcycling. On the second Monday of the month, everybody goes out to the flea market, and you sell your stuff. Yeah. I love building stuff, and I just love watching what they make. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, what are you watching right now? Tell us about your <gasps> binge bag, binge bag. Tell us what you're watching, binge bag. Fitz happens live. Oh yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what have we learned today for Monday? And wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Now's the time to let us what you picked up from our show today. First of all, I'm so thrilled that you listen. I mean, that's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Here's what I learned today. I learned that my buddy Drew over there, even though he's not a parent, right, likes to give out a lot of parent advice. He sure does know a lot. Well, I'm also not an NFL head coach, but I got a lot of advice for them, too. <laughs> like we all do. Which is funny, because I've seen you throw a football. <laughs> All right. Hey, Drew, what did we learn today? Well, I was absolutely delighted in the What Are You Kidding Me stories to learn that two kids actually tried to do the sit on one guy's shoulder and put a trench coat over both of you to buy beer. Just like the cartoons come to life, it didn't work. The cops showed up. They got sent home to mom and yeah. dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't do that, kids. Yeah. Can't do that. All right, Tanner the Millennial, what about you? What did we learn today? I learned some bad news for Drew and Fitz because 41% of women say that beards are gross. Which means that like 60% of women love the beards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. How about that? <laughs> well, dang it. Just like Drew, just like Drew said, you got to weigh those numbers. If 60% of women like the beard, 40-something% hate it. I like my odds. You like your odds. Oh man, I need to grow a beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Hey, uh <laughs> Tanner the Millennial has actually put Rogaine on his face. I'm not even kidding. 
He's actually put it's Rogaine kind of on his face. Yeah. We don't recommend that. Uh, hey, Jenna, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned that there is a train filled with poo-poo in yes. Alabama, and the city is doing everything to try to get it moved right now, and it smells terrible, yes. and it could be a hazard to the city. Hey, what, what city is that in? Where did that? It's a little town called Parrish. It's uh, it's like 900 people. Where? Uh, in Alabama. Okay, Parrish, Alabama. Yeah, they got to do something about that, po- that choo-choo, tr- the poo-poo train. Been there for two months, and they're really worried about summer. <laughs> Prayers for Parish. <laughs> All right. Have a have a great day, you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Jenna. I'm Tanner the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Happy Memorial Day. This is the Fit Show.